springtime fires are already kindled, beloved. We read in the Bible about the fires of, that are spreading. And so we know that it's going to be a time of the judgment of God in the last days. Could it be that Jacksonville would be included? Could these fires rage in our city the way they are in some other places? We trust not. We read in the Bible, God says, I have come to send fire on the earth. Jesus said this, and what will I if it already be kindled? I've come to cast fire on the earth, and what will I if it already be kindled? I know that he was not literally casting fire in Jacksonville and Los Angeles and Chicago and other places, but he allows the fires to rage. The fires of persecution are great in our day and time. Not only the fires of judgment, but the fires of persecution against Christianity. Read Fox's Book of Martyrs. And friends, those things are taking place in our lifetime. Christians in Ethiopia, Nigeria, Iraq are murdered just because they are not of the religious persuasion of those who hate them. I read to you that verse from Luke chapter 12, but I want to read it to you from the message. I've come to start a fire on this earth. How I wish that it were already blazing right now. I've come to change everything, turn everything right side up. God is going to think, change things and turn them right side up. How I long for it to be finished. Do you think I came to smooth things over and make everything nice? Not so. I've come to disrupt and confront. From now on, when you find fire in a house, it will be three against two, two against three, father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, daughter against mother, mother-in-law against the bride, and the bride against the mother-in-law. Internal raging fires in homes and families and communities across America. Christianity is under attack. There's a war against God a war against the Bible, a war against the church. The Ten Commandments are not tolerated in most places. The cross does, is not wanted to be in the community parks or any place where it would be displayed. Prayer has been banned from many activities. Christmas and Easter has been banned, and they call them winter holidays or, or spring breaks. The definition of marriage has been changed and been challenged. Religious convictions have been thrown to one side. The world is on fire. Jesus is casting fire of division. I read this passage from the book of Luke, and he said, I didn't come to bring peace, but I, I'm going to allow there to be a division. God separates evil from good, bad from good. God wants us to stand for what we believe and not be compromised and join in with that which is evil. He's casting fires of division. Sheep versus goats. False shepherds against true prophets of God. Bible truths against false doctrine. He set fire on earth. He's casting fire on earth. Come like a rushing wind. Come like the fire again. Come like a burning flame. Have your way. Have your way. As they were leading us that Wednesday night, it struck a note in my heart. Lord, that's exactly what we need. The rushing wind to fan the glowing embers of revival 
that once again they will burst out into flame and the world will know that God is at work, that the church is not dead, that we're still here. Listen to the Holy Ghost. And, and it's recorded in, the, in your Bible. And now also the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is cast into the fire. Listen to the Holy Ghost. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost in fire. Listen to the Holy Ghost. He shall burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Listen to the Holy Ghost in Matthew 7 and verse 19. He shall hew down the trees and cast them into the fire. In Matthew chapter 13 and verse 40. And therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire. Luke chapter 3 and verse 17. Whose fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly purge his floor. And gather the wheat into the garner and chaff he will burn with fire unquenchable. Listen to the Holy Ghost in Acts chapter 2 and verse 19. I will show wonders in the heaven above, signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. Listen to the Holy Ghost in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 13. Every man's work should be manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work, what sort it is. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 8, in flaming fire and taking vengeance for them that know not God. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 29. For our God is a consuming fire. In the last book of the Bible, chapter 8 and verse 5. The angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it upon the earth. And there was voices and thunderings and lightnings and earthquakes. And then in verse 6, hail and fire mingled with blood. In verse 7, the, the, the trees, one-third of the trees were burned up and one-third of the green grass. There's a New Testament fire that started burning at, when Jesus Christ established his church on this earth. John the Baptist promised that Jesus would come. And in Matthew chapter 3 and Luke chapter 3, in both books, he promised that he would baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And then in Acts chapter 2 and verse 3, cloven tongues like as a fire set upon each of them. And fire in the last book of the Bible is revealed in Revelation. Chapter 1, verse 14, his head, his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. His eyes were as a flame of fire. That's Jesus. Revelation 2, 18, unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, these things write, saith the Son of God, who hath eyes like a flame of fire. Revelation 8 and 5, the angel took the censer and filled it with fire on the altar and cast it into the earth. Revelation 8 and verse 7, a third part of the trees were burned up when the hail and fire mingled with blood came. Chapter 8 and verse 8, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea and a third part of the sea became blood. Revelation 19 verse 12, his eyes were as a flame of fire. Revelation 20 and verse 9, fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. God is a consuming fire. We're living in a day when the world is on fire, but revival spirit is burning likewise, and we've got to contend and ask, ask the Lord, have your way, have your way, send the fire, light the f flame again, 
If God burned Israel, will he not burn the United States of America? Isaiah chapter 42 that begins with verse 23, and I didn't put all, yes, it, it was on the screen, I believe. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will hearken and hear from time to come? Who gave Jacob for a spoil? Who gave Jacob for a spoil? And Israel to the robbers. Did not the Lord do it? The strength of battle. Therefore he hath poured upon him the fury of his anger and the strength of battle. And he hath set him on fire round about. Yet he knew not, and it burned him, yet he laid it not to heart. Most people read the book of Isaiah chapter 42, and they read the first part, and it's so thrilling, they never get down to where God is disappointed with the people that he's blessed and has to turn the wrath of God on them and the judgment of God. In the first part of the chapter, it tells us some good things that were taking place. Let me just read a little bit of it to you. Behold, my servant, whom I uphold, mine elect, and whom my soul delighted. I put my spirit upon him, and he shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail, nor be discouraged. I like that. He shall not fail, nor be dis fall, nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth, and the islands shall wait for his law. Thus saith the Lord God, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth, and that which cometh out of it, that giveth breath unto his people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness. Remember that. He's talking about Israel. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and will hold thy hand, and will keep thee in keep Give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light to the Gentiles. To open blind eyes, bring out the prisoners from the prison, and them that sit in darkness and out of the prison house. I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another. So we read all those wonderful things that God promised Israel would do. They did those things, but then they turned to idolatry, and God had to punish them. He had to send the fires of judgment. He had to allow the Babylonians, he had to allow the Romans to come in and punish Israel for things that they had done wrong in rejecting the laws of God and turning to the religions and the idols of the world, the idolatry of the world. He said, who gave Jacob for a spoil? And Israel to the robbers. Did not the Lord do it? He against whom we have sinned for they would not walk in his ways. Neither were there they obedient unto his law. Beloved, if we don't walk in God's ways, if we're not obedient to God's law, we're going to pay for that. America will pay for that. And while we see things, the signs of revival on the one hand, we see signs of backsliding and compromise and rebellion on the other hand. The highest court in the land to this week is considering something that could bring the judgment of God on our nation, even further than it already is. God's covenant with Israel was so wonderful. My spirit that I gave to you, in verse 6, I've called thee in righteousness, a light to the Gentiles. Then in verse 22, this is a people that are robbed and small, spoiled. Who did it? God said, I allowed it. 
I sent their enemies. God is calling America to repent. God is calling you to repent. If you're outside of the fall of safety, if you're not living for Jesus Christ, you need to run to the altar. You need to give your heart to God. You need to be born again. You need to be washed in the blood of Jesus. I'm not talking about joining the church. I'm not talking about just getting baptized in water. I'm talking about a heart change, a real heart transplant. Thank God. A spiritual heart transplant. God wants to make a new person out of you. He wants you to live a Christian life and be a, a witness for Christ like he had planned for Israel to be. In Jacksonville, we have need for revival. I appreciated Pastor Gary bringing the banner, appeal to God for his mercy. And Dutch Sheets has started a campaign across America to, and, and across the world to raise prayer warriors up to pray for revival in these last days. The National Day of Prayers this coming Thursday. Pastors ask us to fast and pray on Thursday. I hope that you will do that as much as possible and join here at prayer at noon, 12 o'clock, and again at 7 o'clock Thursday night. Praying for revival. The fires are raging. Judgment is coming. Will you repent? Come like a rushing wind. Come like the fire again. Come like a burning flame. Have your way. Have your way. I've asked Karen Scaife to come and read something that she read to our prayer group uh, last. Uh, Pastor Gary, will you give her the microphone? Stand there with her while she reads that. Amen. Saturday night in the prayer meeting, the Holy Spirit motivated her to read this as a prophecy to this church. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of your glory. The post of the door moved at the voice of you that cried. The whole house was filled with your presence. Then we said, woe is me for I am undone mm. because I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he took off the altar and laid to my mouth. Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin is purged. And hear the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said I, here am I. Go and tell the people, send me. Hear ye indeed, but understand not. See you indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat. And make their ears heavy and shut their eyes. Least they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart. Convert and be ye healed. Go unto the people. Hear ye shall hear. You shall not understand, but seeing you shall see and not perceive. 
For the heart of this people is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have closed. Least they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and should be converted, and I will heal them. Be it known therefore unto you that the salvation of God is sent unto us, the Gentiles, that they will hear it and preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man will forbid it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Bow your heads, please. Amen. If you are here in this room without Christ, if he does not rule and reign in your heart as Lord of your life, if you are not truly saved, born again, your name written in the Lamb's book of life, if you don't know that you're saved, will you raise your hand and say, Pastor, I want to get right with God. Just lift your hand anywhere, wherever you are. Indicate that you need prayer about your relationship with God. You want to get right with God. I promise you that I will pray for you. Raise your hand. Yes, thank you. Thank you. How many more? You'll join these that have lifted their hands. Just slip it up and back down. You don't have to hold it up long. Just indicate that you need prayer about your relationship with God. Anybody else? I want everyone to stand. Amen. And walk back there and bring that young man down to the altar. Come on in with Danny here and come down and let us pray with you. Amen. Right there. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Give him a Is there anyone else? Anyone else? You want prayer about your soul and about your relationship with God? Let us pray. Father, we pray for this young man that when he walks out of this building tonight, He'll be a new creature in Christ Jesus. His sins forgiven, blotted out, and new life infused within his soul. I pray, Lord Jesus, be the Lord of his life. We thank you for doing that tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. While they're praying together there, I wonder if you want the seraphim to go to the altar and with the tongs take a live coal from the altar of God and lay it on your lips so that you will be sanctified for God to use you. I want you to get out of your seat right now. Walk to this altar and start praying and seeking God for that relationship. Hallelujah. We need the fire. We must have the fire. We need the fire. Lord, send the fire again. We need the fire. Come like the fire. Come like the flame. Praise God. Hallelujah. As they're singing that, I want you to seek the Lord. Open your send heart to God. God. God send wants this church to have revival. God wants you to have revival. He wants you to be revived. Amen. Cry out to God. Cry out to God. Lord, fill me. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Touch my lips. Touch my soul. Forgive my sins. Blot out my transgressions. Purify me. Sanctify me. I don't want to violate the Holy Word of God. Sorry that I failed. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Praise God. Pastor Gary.
slip your hands up. Welcome the Holy Spirit. Welcome the Holy Spirit. Welcome the Spirit of God. We've heard the Word of God tonight, and we need to act on that Word. We need a fresh outpouring of the fire of God's altar. Not the fire consuming the world, but God's altar of fire. Come on, pray for the fire of God. Welcome the fire of God. We need the, the work of the Spirit, the breath of heaven. Breathe on us, O Lord. Breathe on us, O Lord. Let the breath of heaven now be breathed upon us afresh and anew. Welcome, breath of God, breath of the Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friends, revival is about obedience to the work of the Holy Spirit for this nation, but for our individual lives. Welcoming the Holy Spirit, not quenching the Spirit, but welcoming His work. Come Holy Spirit, reveal the glory of God to us. Reveal the presence of God. Wel welcome Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, precious wind of God, we invite you to touch our hearts. Breathe, breathe on Sing that part of that song.
thank him for the word of God that was preached tonight. Amen. But I, I want some of the men of the church, some of our deacons, some of our pastors to come gather around Brother Joel Hayes and pray over our missionary there. What a wonderful testimony of what's happening in Myanmar. Amen. And we want to pray for a great, effective uh, outreach and ministry. And so come on, men, let's gather around our brother. I want everybody else to lift your hands. Come on, stretch your hands towards our brother, praying over the work of God and the churches that are to be planted. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, thank you that you're still calling people and still telling them to go forward. That God, you've given orders and you've given direction. 
And we know you want your church powerful in that nation. And Lord, we call that nation to her knees. Lord, I pray that she will bow, that nation will bow, uh, not at false idols, false gods, but rather that nation will bow to the Lordship of Jesus. And we declare, oh God, a mighty outpouring of your spirit, God, to touch that nation. Lord, use the church, use God, these who are laboring there in this nation, protect them. We declare the blood covering over them, the mighty angels of heaven round about them, and that an effectual, fervent door of opportunity is afforded in these last days for the gospel to penetrate the darkness, that idols will never light the darkness. It takes the truth of God's word takes the lordship of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, it's been a good day in the house of the Lord today. Amen. We have celebrated.